Hello, everyone. Welcome to Evolvepreneurs After Hours Show. I am your host, Michelle McDonald. My mission is to help entrepreneurs make a difference and navigate the messy world of startup or relaunch. Join me today where we dig deep with our guests and get you the best concepts and strategies to fast track your business. If you like the show, we would really appreciate a five-star review and let your friends know as well. Our episode is entitled, One Size, Three Different Bodies. Our very special guests today are Catherine Olivier and Katrina Vandevan. Co-founders Catherine and Katrina come to lead Lookbook with a combined two decades experience across the finance, business strategy, psychology, and fashion industries. In addition, both Katrina and Catherine have decades of live experience of size 14 plus women who drive for a more inclusive and accessible fashion industry. Welcome, welcome, ladies. Thank Thanks you. For us. <laughs> You're very welcome. So one thing that I have to point out, the opening of your website lookbook is so inspiring for women and fashion and has the most inviting phrase that instantly warms the heart for any visitor. And that is come as you are with an emphasis on the you. Why was it important to make plus size women feel welcome from their very first click on your website? So Michelle, when we talk about plus size fashion, too often I think people are encouraged to be inauthentic. Um, people are encouraged to dress in a certain way which might be, quote, and I hate this word, flattering, mm. and to sort of hide their bodies, to hide their personalities, and, and just not show up in the world as they are. So when we were working through Lookbook and the brand, I mean, it's not a revolutionary position, but it's something that I think for our customers almost feels like a breath of fresh air. This idea that I can show up in the world as I am in whatever outfit I want to wear in my body and that is enough. And that's all we really wanted to communicate with that as our tagline. I love that, you know, it's just like breaking the barriers. You know, there's no box when it comes to fashion. And as you said, you know, sometimes people use words and they think that it's complimentary, right? So as you've stated, mm -hmm. flattering. What is that exactly, right? Shouldn't it be how I feel, how I want to show up? You know, I representation matters. And of course, as you mentioned, you know, women who are 14 plus in sizes, they want to feel free. They want to feel vibrant, you know, and it's so much like the fashion that I see on your website. I mean, there are sequins, there are vibrant colors, there are designs, and they just feel free to click, buy, and enjoy. Absolutely. And that that's exactly what we what we set out to do. Yeah. Make fashion yeah. fun. <laughs> exactly. And the great thing is I love that that's seen through every aspect. You know, I click through on all the different tabs, different collections that you have, what's popping now, the trending looks, you know, and, and everything just has its own energy. And the women are owning that, you know, it's 
it's absolutely beautiful. So honestly, congratulations on your business and on your website. So often as entrepreneurs, securing funding, especially depending on your niche, can be frustrating. Crowdfunding offers a unique opportunity to collect, connect with like-minded investors who support your company's vision and mission, which can be advantageous. Tell us more about your experience with this and Lookbook's dedication to delivering the plus fashion revolution. Yeah, thanks, Michelle. So um, as you're aware, we do have a crowdfunding campaign live at the moment, which is very exciting. Um, but I think it's important for us to also flag why it is that we have a crowdfunding campaign live. And that is because we are at the moment um, doing our seed funding round of investment for the business. And it is proving to be quite difficult to secure that funding. And I mean, if you look at the stats, um, only 3% of VC funding last year went to purely female founded businesses. Mm -hmm. So when we think about that stat, um, it sort of is making sense as to why it's proving difficult for us to secure that funding, um, regardless of the amazing traction that we're having of the business and the projections forward. So we really had to think creatively in terms of how we are going to take matters into our own hands. So that was really the genesis as to why we started the crowdfunding campaign, but also because we are really doing this for a really incredible community of women um, and we are really a mission-based business so there are a lot of people that are really passionate about what it is that we are doing and at the end of the day we are the reason we Katrina and I get up out of the bed every morning is to serve our community so we thought okay maybe it's worth us calling on our community to um, help to support and help us to actualize the vision that we have for the business. Um, something else that we are doing alongside the crowdfunding campaign is the crowdsourcing of fit data. And I think that's really important to highlight as well because um, in terms of the, the data of plus size bodies that exists in the world, there isn't a really big meta set of this data. So when different designers are going about designing the garments for plus bodies, they don't have this, the starting point of the accurate data of what a plus body proportionately should be. Mm. And so that's the reason why, as part of our crowdfunding campaign, we're also calling on the women of our community to provide their fit measurements um, to help us make more informed decisions to manufacture specifically for our market. So it's really that co-creation element um, of our business where we're calling on the women so that we can better serve them and also support the business grow and get to the next stage. So, yeah. Awesome. And I admire your dedication and your passion. Like it absolutely comes through from both of you like how you inserted the fact that, you know, your business is mission based and anyone who comes to your website, who hears you talk about your brand, they can sense that, you know, they can sense that it's, it's a higher calling, you know, you see the need, you want to be able to provide something 
that you would have wanted for yourself at a particular time in your life. And you want to deliver that. And I know that's something that a lot of women, especially plus size women, can relate to. So you mentioned that there was a bit of a struggle in regard to the crowdfunding. Would any of that affected being able to strike a balance with customer acquisition or business operations and customer care? So um, I, I really think, I mean, Catherine hit the nail on the head that the crowdfunding is an important um, step in our journey to be able to deliver on those things that you just foregrounded, Michelle. Um, at the end of the day, our at the end of the day, um, our business really is one hundred percent focused on being able to connect and manage those customer relationships, find new customers. In terms of our biggest cost drivers, that's really tied to um, advertising uh, in terms of the customer acquisition piece. So I think. Absolutely. We need the crowdfunding campaign to be successful, to give us the, um, the working capital to continue reaching our customers. Um, I think it's a very interesting, uh, almost problem that we have in, in our space because we're dealing with a market that is eight and a half million women in Australia. It is 66% of, of the female population. So in terms of customer acquisition, where do you find these women? Um, and in some ways, having such a broad market um, poses some additional challenges, both in terms of the, um, the cost of, of marketing and acquisition, um, but also just the, the logistics, right? We're talking about, you know, if, you're, if, if you were selling a product to, say, mums of school-aged children, I think we could all pretty quickly come up with some really tangible ways that you would target that demographic. But our customer base is absolutely everywhere. They're on social media, but some of them aren't on social media. Um, they live in cities, but they also live in rural areas. They're, they're everyone and everywhere, um, which it's a fun challenge. It's an interesting challenge. Um, but of course, that, that's what we want to do is connect with all of the women in our market so that we can serve them. And absolutely, the crowdfunding is critical to us achieving that mission. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, you know, bringing that level of transparency because you know, there are times as entrepreneurs, like we, we see our customers, right? We can identify them demographically, but it's like, how exactly do we reach them? How do we target this dream client that we know is out there, but there's a way to just immediately like draw them in and keep them close because we know that we can satisfy the needs that they have with the service that we have as well as the product. But it's like, how do we kind of make that connection? Uh, and I totally agree, especially with the angle that you guys are coming from with the crowdfunding, like you're really involving your clients in it as well. So it's not just mm -hmm. coming from this like purely financial aspect, you know, it's like we see you, we want to include you, we want there to be um, accurate information. So when more dresses and other outfits are made that it matches exactly your bodies and really helps you to shine as much as you should. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th I think something that our customers cry out for time and time again is exactly what you say, Michelle. It's fashion that's made by and for plus bodies. And, and this is what we hear is 
a great frustration from our customer base time and time again um, is that a lot of what's out there from, say, larger mainstream companies in this space, not all of them, but some, um, is, is sort of mass produced off some assumptions. Mm. There are amazing smaller designers that are doing incredible work in this space, um, which is, you know, we're running as a marketplace. That's a big part of what we do is giving a platform to those brands, um, but really dialing up what it means to create product based off the customer yeah. um, at the heart. Yeah, because the thing is, it's like, you know, we all have personalities. We want to be able to express that through our clothing, right? So it's like, if you like bright colors, if you like certain patterns, you want to be able to, to see that, look at it on the rack at one of your favorite stores and be like, that's me. I want that. Mm -hmm. I need that, you know, uh, but you also want the comfort of knowing that, hey, this is going to fit me. This is a 16 or an 18. That's normally what I wear. When I put this on, this is just going to link over beautifully, <laughs> right? <laughs> that is the vision. That yeah. is the vision. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And so, of course, what you guys are doing is going to really ensure that that happens, you know. And people, they don't think about it this way, but clothes are empowering. So Absolutely. being able to give them that, I mean, oh, it's without words. Honestly, honestly. <laughs> Because the thing is, it's like, we all want to be seen, right? And clothing helps us to do that. Mm. You know, um, a lot of people are introverts, so they don't have much to say, but their clothes, that can speak volumes for them. So you guys are doing incredible work. I want you to continue to be encouraged. I know that there are plus size women who are rooting for you because they're listening. And they're like, yes, I need that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that, that confidence. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and so, of course, it goes without saying that there is a lot of relatability with your brand. Seeing a fashion plus size woman of different ethnicities, backgrounds, and shapes, as also seen on your website, who are exuding confidence and energy. What was it like building a community? And I know this is something that you two are still working on that matches the images and vision of Lookbook? And why was this important to you? Yeah, I think, um, so we, we really made a concerted effort from the onset of going on the journey of even conceptualizing Lookbook to really start with the customer first. So of course, Katrina and I have the lived experience of a size 14 plus woman for the majority of our post-adolescent um, lives, but that's just the experience of two people. So we, at the onset, did a lot of customer research and customer validation to really make sure that we were engaging our community prior to even the conceptualization of what Lookbook is today. And so I think that has really helped us to start that community base, even though there's not necessarily a formal um, you know, community group online, but the vision is to have that community that we engage from the onset live in a, in a space where they can tap into that community regularly. Um, I think that something else that's really important in terms of how we've really 
consider the imagery that we're putting out um, across our social media or website. Um, it's it's actually uh, proven quite difficult in terms of sourcing um, professional models who are a size 14 plus, because when we've gone to um, leading model agencies or even, even curve specific agencies, um, they, they're very, it's very irregular for them to, to sign a model who's above a size 18. And we really want representation of beyond a size 18 um, in, in the content that we push out there because it needs to be representative of the customers that we're serving. So we really took it into our own hands um, and basically hit the streets, went to events <laughs> where we thought um, stunning plus size people might be hanging out. Okay. Um, <laughs> and we've just scouted people. Um, and when we just see a beautiful plus size person, we, well, certainly I, mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I go right up to them. I have no shame. And I help them, you know, I tell them how beautiful they are and that, you know, we are running um, a photo shoot and you know, whether or not they're interested to model for us. Um, because we do, part of what we do at Lookbook as well is we run in-house editorial photo shoots. Nice. So that happens once a quarter and we get all of the garments from all the different designers so that we can style a complete outfit so that our customers can see or conceptualize how they might be able to look. Um, and there's also a real gap in terms of high-end editorial content in the plus size space. And that was the genesis of us going down that path as well. Um, so that's sort of how we're sourcing these beautiful models. Um, is just yeah finding beautiful people on the streets <laughs> um yeah it's, it's it's in terms of the um the engagement with the content i think that is really what our consumer wants to see they want to be able to see a, a relatable body mm -hmm. and how they will actually or how they might look um in the government so yeah and maybe we put out a call out, Michelle, to your listeners that yes. we're always on the hunt for new faces um, and particularly any plus women who feel they want to see more bodies or shapes or sizes or aesthetics like theirs represented, let us know. We'd yeah. love to work with them. There you go. I'm here for it. Hope you're listening, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> And I love that. I love the passion behind that. You were like, you know, I see a gap. I see a need. You know, they're not represented in mainstream model industry. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to find them because they exist. These beautiful ladies who want to be represented and who want to be able to show that you can like own your body through your clothing. Right. And there's that clothing that can match your energy. We are here. We are bold. We are Fierce, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, of course, we have to know, how can those who want to support the mission of Lookbook be included in those editorial photo shoots and, of course, invest through your crowdfunding or purchase a few looks of their own? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the best place for all of that to happen is to head to our website. So it's lookbook, L-E-U-K-B-O-O-K.com.au. 
um, and that they will be able to find a link to our crowdfunding campaign, um, a contact us where you can email us if you're interested to model for us, um, and of course, start shopping amazing outfits. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Catherine and Katrina. Thank you for sharing the story and passion behind Look Look the highly fashionable brand that plus-size women within Australia and worldwide can see themselves and experience pleasure through their clothing. Thank you for being a part of our guest episode for the Evolvepreneur After Hours show. Before you go, if you like this episode, we'd be very grateful for a five-star review and consider recommending the show to a friend or two. Make sure you subscribe for future episodes at evolvepreneursecrets.show right now. Until next time, and if you're an entrepreneur, make a start on your next great idea today.